Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning, Ray Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Outdoor Line. I'm Tom Nelson, that's Joe Pyburn, Matt Nelson, running the board back there, and Joey, you and I have a long and well-documented history of Les Schwab pulling our collective fat out of the fire on a couple deals. I, Tobek and I are coming back from the coast with a, with a boat full of tuna, bam, bam, double blowout. The, the crew from Aberdeen rolls out and fixes us and, and puts us, gets us back on the road. I get a flat, got no spare, on top of North Cascades Highway on the way down to the deer opener, hitchhike into Twisp. The manager drove me back to Washington Pass with a tire on there. You, you and Robbo are headed to Idaho and had an axle. Axel go south, and uh, we luckily got off the freeway, and right there was Les Schwab. We rolled in. They took, obviously had to order an Axel, left my trailer there. We grabbed a U-Haul, back on the road. They had it all fixed and ready when we got back. This is to illustrate how stupid we are in not doing maintenance. Okay, you can actually do the maintenance and schedule it yourself. And then you don't have to have these emergency things. And here to tell us how to do that is Garrett Melton of Les Schwab Covington. Good morning, Garrett. How you doing, buddy? Morning, Garrett. Good morning. It's all good. Thank you. It's nice to know that you guys are there, but people should actually take care, take advantage of your services in the store and and not on the highway how, how do we go about doing that garrett yeah absolutely tom it's it is so important i mean as you know we put a lot of prep into these trips my my wife she she makes fun of me for how much i get my gear out before i'm getting ready to go to something how much i'm going through it touching stuff over and over and over and playing around and nothing can ruin a trip faster than having a having one of these issues and it's pretty easy i mean you can do an online appointment with les schwab give your local store a call um you know bring them all to les, uh, les schwab covington if you want we'll take them all and uh, get this stuff taken care of before it becomes a problem or takes care of you or takes care of your trip well and you and you guys offer a free pre-trip safety check you roll in there drop off your rig Go grab some lunch. When you come back, you guys have checked tire wear, wheel alignment, brakes, air pressure, shocks and struts, your battery, all the things that are going to end up putting you on the side of the road broke down when you're headed to do your, you know, your big trip to Westport, and there you go. You didn't realize you had it. One of your tires on your trailer was worn on the inside. You got to blow out. Now you're sitting on the side of the road. Absolutely. Yeah. And easy to do. I mean, like I say, you got an hour or so, typically you can get in. And uh, get things checked out. Uh, trailer and RV stuff, boat trailers. Uh, you know, it's this time of the year to get that stuff out. And it might be better if you if you give a little more time to drop it off or uh, schedule a bearing pack. You know, so much of that stuff we got to pull the bearings to look at stuff. But uh, you know, that's that stuff that needs to needs to be done anyway. So, I mean, it's well, it, and, it's happened to all of us. I and mean, just like you guys said, you had, you've had your issues. We, and, and, and that's how we finally learned to bring this <laughs> stuff in and be proactive about this and do it on your schedule rather than the boat trailer schedule. And, you know, I mean, Joey and I are towing a pretty big boat, too. If you have a tire or a bearing issue on a 30-footer, you're compromising your control of that vehicle, which means you 
have now placed fellow motorists potentially in harm's way. If a travel trailer bearing goes or a boat trailer bearing goes, God forbid, and it goes on the freeway, that's a big safety issue, Garrett. Big deal. Yep, big deal. Yeah, three three weeks ago on the boat ramp to CQ. I mean, my brother-in-law, loving to death, he's a mechanic, but uh, he's not very good about maintaining our boat. And we're backing down the boat ramp, CQ, and he says, oh, that tire looks like it's leaning out. <laughs> sure enough, bearing's gone. Yeah. I mean, it's toast, you know. And, and luckily, we're capable. I mean, this is stuff I do. It's stuff he does, you know. And we, we get the boat off the trailer and, and get it back up on the flat and we're able to lift it up. Luckily, somebody had a piece of firewood sitting there and, you know, we have a bearing kit. We change it out. But a lot of people don't have that capability, you know, and if you don't bring it down to us to have it taken care of before you go, it could be big issues. Well, and, and in, in my little situation, he, Robbo and I heading, heading east, you know, go, go on our hunt in Montana, um, I had borrowed – my my friend Ryan Bayless's trailer, no, so I blame him. Going under the I, bus. I, I, there you go. I blame him, but but I probably should have taken it in and had it checked out because it ended up costing me a new axle because yeah. we smoked that thing. Sure, and I probably oh, could yeah. have taken it in, had it re, the bearings repacked. It would have cost me uh, a, a very small amount of money, and instead it cost me a, a good chunk of change. Yeah. So are you guys running? Yes, sure. You guys running a special right now, Garrett? What's 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 going on on LeshWab.com? Right we are running a yeah, we're running a we're running a tire sale, our summer tire sale right now. It's going to go through uh, June fourth. Um, got some rebates up to two hundred dollar rebates going on some select tires, uh, including our Open Range AT, which is our best all terrain for SUV and light truck. And your 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 listeners would be. Uh, uh, Loving that tire if they were to run that. I think you're running a set of those, aren't you? You know it, buddy. So, so am I. Uh, and, and you can come inspect them at the Port of Everett on, on Tuesday. Uh, you gonna come <laughs> Lincoln? You gonna come Lincoln fishing with us? I will be there. All right, buddy. We'll we'll do a tour. I'll sure. I'll I'll, uh, I'll get you the rest of the details and and uh, and hopefully you're a plus one. But hey, look, next weekend is Memorial Day. This is a great weekend. To go check it out, go hit leshwab.com. Go see Garrett at the Leshwab Covington. Just don't come in on Tuesday because he's going to be fishing with us. So, Garrett, thanks for taking the time this morning, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, coming up next, starts with a B and ends with a B. Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning, Northwest Outdoor Park, right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports App. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Your family's comfort has been our family's business for over 50 years. Recreational spot shrimp fishing opens May 25th. Puget Sound Marine Area is open for recreational spot fishing beginning Thursday, including the reopening of Elliott Bay for the 2023 season. Hood Canal and Disco Bay will weigh today and open on the 26th. WDFW is asking for cooperation from shrimp fishers to ensure a safe and enjoyable experience to allow extra time launching, show courtesy to others at the boat ramp, so while setting and retrieving gear, all shrimp, including spot, dock, coon stripe, side shrimp, and pink shrimp, can be kept as part of the daily limit. However, because only larger mesh traps are allowed during the announced season, most harvests will be those spot prawns. Spot prawns are the largest prawns in the Puget Sound and may grow up to 9 inches length. Inside Puget Sound, shrimp is open 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and it's restricted to daylight hours in the Straits and San Juans. And in all areas of Puget Sound, the daily limit is 80 spot prawns. Visit WDFW's Recreational Shrimp Fishing website for the latest regulations. Anacortis Boat and Yacht Show pulls anchor today at Cap Santee Marina. Today is the final and likely the best day of the Anacortis Boat and Yacht Show with uh, over 160 boats on display. Not only are these vessels ready to ride, but most are available for sale, which is rare these days. 
The sun is shining, and it's a perfect opportunity to connect with brokers, dealers, service providers, and brand representatives before heading out on your summer boating journey. Chart your course to Anacortis and join us until 6 p.m. today, and you will you can score your e-tickets at anacortisboatandyachtshow.com. Six more days of Springer fishing at in Lower Columbia. Following in-season assessment of the Upper River Chinook Run, Fishery Managers in Washington, Oregon added six additional days for recreational Spring Chinook through May 24th, both above and below Bonneville. Passage of this year's run appears to be timed late as just over 28,000 adult springers have passed Bonneville as of May 7th, when about 40% of the passage is typically complete. But since May, passage has picked up considerably more, with more than 55,000 adults counted in only nine days, likely due to the warmer river temperatures and more stable flows. The 2023 Upper River Returns now expected to be 139 adults Chinook, which would be a reduction from the preseason of 198,000. Fishery managers will meet again May 24th to consider latest information to catch race abundance expectations and will determine if more fishing days can be added during the spring season with ends on June 15th. Summer salmon starts picking up steam with the first salmon openers of the season coming June 1st. The popular and surprisingly productive Area 11 Hatchery Chinook opener was so good that it lasted all of three days last year, but with a slightly improved quota and management controls, we're expecting a longer season. Resident coho have been seen popping up all over Puget Sound. In June, these feisty and very willing biters will provide plenty of action and opportunity through July 12th in Marine Area 10. Elliott Bay will remain closed, but the rest of Marine Area 10 coho will carry a daily limit of two fish with no minimum size. Also opening is the Tulalip Bubble Fishery on May 26th with a two Chinook limit. on. It's a Friday through noon on Monday schedule. Judge rules NIPS to review BIOP to reduce Alaska commercial troll interception. U.S. Judge Richard Jones this week ordered the National Marine Fisheries Service to redo the biological opinion that regulates Alaska salmon commercial trolling harvest. This came about from a lawsuit brought by the Wild Fish Conspiracy challenging the BIOP as threatening the food supply of endangered southern resident killer whales. The harvest limits were originally set despite NOAA Fisheries knowing it would impact the orca and northwest Chinook populations. The agency intended to, quote, offset the harm by spending about $100 million on habitat restoration and increasing hatchery production by $20 million smolts per year. However... Last year, another judge, Michelle Peterson, ruled that NIMP could not rely on hypothetical mitigation in part because the agency did not actually study what effect increased hatchery production would mean for wild salmon stocks or orcas. NOAA is currently in the humiliating position of having to draft a new biological position that the overfunded, incompetent, bloated bureaucracy should have gotten right the first time. Salmon for Soldiers' 10th annual day of honor will be on August 19th at Harbor Marine. Boater registration is open now and will be first come, first served until the hunter boater limit is reached. After the event is filled, the waiting list will be kept, so don't wait. New this year for the skippers who want to check out uh, Friday 18th, there will be a captain's meeting at 1700 hours featuring an appetizer barbecue, fishing seminar, and captain's gifts bags as well. Don't miss this annual summer classic event to say thanks for your service and welcome home to our veterans and active military heroes. For your registration form, please email salmonforsoldiers at gmail.com. One last reminder on the Dog Derby. We need four more boats, guys, for the for the UW football team. So hit dogderby.com and let's get in the game. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Now through the end of May, save 10% on all heat pumps and air conditioners at bobsheating.com. Dogderby.com. We need four more boats. Four, four more, more boats. boats. And, Come and on. you'll have a UW 
football player on your boat, and you'll never forget it. Uh, just a word about Noah. This is an incompetent federal bureaucracy that didn't do their homework and allowed a hole in their Endangered Species Act documentation that destroyed our winter winter steelhead opportunity here in the Puget Sound Basin. Now their ineptitude is going to cost Southeast Alaska a very important fishery, okay? And there's no accountability. There's Mm -hmm. no accountability. There's no recourse. There's no nothing. They're they're possibly could be coming down the line, but it's going to take – you know, it's going to take Alaska's um, Senate delegation, or excuse me, their you know their 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 lawmakers or something, to whack Noah where it hurts in, in a budgetary process. But you know, it, it's such a mess. Yeah. You know, they did I, not do their job, and now it's going to cost rank and file anglers, and it's it, there's really no excuse for that. Well, you said it, bloated bureaucracy. That's exactly what it is, and nobody's accountable. Yeah. No, no, nobody, nobody. Meanwhile, there's a body of Chinook heading this way. Sitka, which you're heading up there a week from tomorrow. Um, Robbo's already up in Craig, you know, wailing away on him. So what's the next stop? Dude, come with us one month from today. Let's go to Peregrine Lodge. Chad Allison, Peregrine Lodge, joining us next here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Oh, one of my favorite trips of the year, and we see the biggest Chinook every year up in Haida Gwaii. PeregrineLodge.com, join us one month from today when we head up and we will be hanging with our next guest, one of the best anglers that I've ever had the pleasure of fishing with, Chad Allison, PeregrineLodge.com. What's up? Chad, how are you, buddy? Morning, Chad. Morning, Tom. How you doing, dude? We are. We're doing great. We're uh, we're, we're looking at the we're looking at the PeregrineLodge.com website and jealous that you're up in the lodge right now. And uh, I, I think they've uh, they've kind of sped up the internet connection because you you sound really good on the phone today. Well, you know, I mean, there's always an upgrade here and there. It's not just me. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, it, it, it's beautiful up here, Tom. I'm looking out the window. Unfortunately, I'm not on the water, but it's a spectacular morning. And, uh, yeah, wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So you look right across Dixon Entrance at Southeast Alaska. And, and the last I heard, you, you just – they're not whitecaps out there. It's a wave of Chinook heading your direction. So where, where, where are some of these fish heading, and what do you expect uh, here when you start running trips? It's – actually been a crazy uh early season here the fish are <clears throat> excuse me pretty much everywhere we've done a couple of reckeys out to like Mazarado, clash one Eshaw, wire point and you just can't keep them off i mean boats are hitting 20 25 fish in the morning <laughs> um yeah it's it's been nuts it's you know very unexpectedly pleasant which is great you know you don't expect that action quite at this point of the year but it's just it's just pointing towards a great season. So. so so Peregrine Lodge sits at the very north end of Haida Gwaii and is somewhat protect, protected by those southerlies that, that the west side really gets lashed and, 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 and Langara too. But Naden Harbor, very, very calm. It's, it's, it's a more pleasant experience in, in a lot of ways uh, with, with regard to how flat the water is, how big the boats are and stuff. And tell us about the fleet. Tell us about the gear and tell us about some of the guides that you're working with up there at Peregrine, Chad. Yeah, we're, we're really fortunate. Our guiding team, um, 
comes from a, a whole gamut of different areas as well as, you know, having fished up here. We've got guys that have fished this area for 25, 30 years. Um, so there's, there's virtually nothing that they can't answer or show you or do or catch. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. Um, they make me look terrible, which is, which is always good. Yeah, I'm not buying uh, that. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's true. Uh, you know, I'm looking out right now at the boats and I mean, like you say, it's protected. It is glassy. I'm looking down at our, our dock bar and it's, it's a mirror image in the water. It's beautiful. Um, but we have everything from, uh, 18 foot center consoles, which are fantastic. We move all the way up to a, uh, a 29 Tierra, uh, but in the middle we've got, you know, like 27 uh, foot Adrenalines. We've got edge waters. We just actually repowered a bunch of our edge waters with 250 Mercs, and they're spectacular this year. So, um, you know, whatever your taste is, whatever you want to do, we've got a boat that'll work. And I, and I hope people caught that. You said, I'm looking down at our boats and our dock bar. I heard that too. Uh, yeah. I did actually say that. So, yeah. uh, you know, the downside is the downside is when you get off the boat, you can walk about six feet, pull up a stump, and and order a drink. It's horrible. So most of us are used to at the end of the day. Okay, the, now the work starts. You gotta you know clean, process clean all your fish, fish cross your boat. It, yeah, vacuum vacuum packed up everything. You know, get it put away. That's that's kind of the the weird part for me is I step off the boat. Somebody's doing that. And somebody says, hey, Nellie, this is for you, and hands you a drink, and you sit at the dock bar and kind of watch the guides and watch the activity and just sit there for a little bit and watch the rest of the boats come in and stuff. It's yeah. an, it, and, 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 and it was probably get, difficult for it, you it the first time to get off the boat, just, right? Slow down, relax, oh. and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Every time I bring folks up here, they tell me, dude, you you didn't do this trip justice. You you know, you know, told us about it, but it, but." Actually being there and experiencing the service, the fishing, the boats, and the whole thing, you can't oversell this trip. It's just it's an amazing location. It's an amazing fishery. And and it's but it's really the people, Chad, and, and that that come up, they yeah. spend their whole summer yeah. right there. But in doing so, they get so nasty with the cup plugs and with the you know the areas where the fish are going to be and the stage and the tide. Tell yeah. us tell us about the steps though of getting that dialed in on a fishery. When 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 you have been working it and you know it's it's going to be the time. I mean, our trip is timed where some of the biggest Chinook of the year are coming through. Tell us about being dialed in on yeah, this fishery uh, and how much fun it is. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, the the trip that you're coming up on, which is one of my favorite times of the year, it's it's early season, but it's uh, you get all of those southern big run slow river fat fish, and they're just hogs. And and like we spoke about last time, you know, these fish are shallow, and you're fishing you're fishing in 40 feet of water, and these fish are hitting you at 10 feet. And you know we're monitoring where these fish are coming through and where they're coming around. We're talking to friends and and other guides and and we're out there ourselves and it, you can, you can track these fish quite easily, which is great. But, uh, you know, like you say, that early season, big fish run is, is spectacular. I mean, we've had fish up here that have taken out well over 80 pounds and, and, you know, it's, it's one of the best spots in the world to find a, a great big Chinook, a monster, beautiful trophy Chinook. And so easy to get there oh, you get dude. yourself to vancouver and what is it you're at the lodge in two hours you know you jump a flight from vancouver up to Massac, yeah. correct yep and then you're on that yeah. 
helicopter ride, which is worth the price of <laughs> the, the trip right there. so cool. That whole helicopter that deal. Helicopter, yeah, man, it, it drops you about three feet from your room. Um, and, and you know, we have dinner late on the first night, of course, and, and you come in, relax, get primed for the next morning, and then hit it hard. And it's just, it's such a fully interactive experience. I mean, there's nowhere you can't go. There's nothing you can't do. You know this is an amazing. You, know, you know this is an amazing trip. When I see Matt in there, Matt is tuned in, listening, <laughs> actually listening to the show, because Matt's going on this trip well, and, and he loves this trip too. It, and it's Father's Day weekend. Yeah. It's something that Matt and I've been doing for you know going on ten years now, and and it's just it is it's it's an amazing time to spend with friends and family up there. And I uh, hope you can join us. Look, let's put it this way: Dave Wyman and Brock Heward, they can go fishing anywhere they want. Right, and yet they're they're they've they're come up they've come up with me on this trip multiple years, and and it's just it's a kick in the pants. I, I can't wait to get up there and hang with you, Chad. It's going to be a kick in the pants. Uh, jump on to peregrinelodge.com. We leave in 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 just one short month. Uh, typically, we're we're booked out. Typically, we don't have another seat available. This is a pretty rare deal. But uh, the the lodge, the land based lodge, you got deer walking around in the grass. It's an amazing place. Peregrine Lodge. What am I missing, Chad? What what's what's something else that I uh, that I need to that I need to talk about? Uh, bring your golf shoes. I just cut in four nice putting greens. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're done with your fishing. We can always have a cocktail and. And hit a few balls. I like that's a great idea. Chad Ellison, PeregrineLodge.com. Appreciate your time, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Later, Chad. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. And it's funny because, you know, I, I get back from that trip and, you know, you and I are spinning herring and you go, wait, what you, what's, what's, what's going what's, on what's, here? And for me, that's, you know, every time you go fishing, you learn something. Every time you step on somebody else's boat, you kind of got a different aspect of things that you can learn but then you step on some of these guys boats that have cut herring in rivers inlet in hackai pass at langara and all these legendary locations you got all this cadre of super experienced dialed in dudes that are on this fishery and they're learning from each other i mean this is post-graduate salmonid and halibut studies up and, there, and those guys could work at any lodge anywhere. they want to anywhere and and you know you kind of reach this point in your career where you end up at the best spot and and not only because of the fishing but because of the management and the lodge and just the way well, the, the way it's handled and and then where you're where you're at the location right i mean you are right there you talk about it those fish come down they hit it's a big scoop they hit it that is. and yeah, that's exactly and what you, it is you have so many different Runs, runs of fish, so of many fish different stocks. By. Yeah. And we see that in Sitka too, where you know, you, you can see different runs and different stocks moving through those waters up there. And over the years, you know, Robbo and I have kind of talked about, okay, you know, these kind of look like Columbia River stubbies to me. Okay, these kind of you know, yeah. they just have, they all just have a look to them, right? So it's gonna be an interesting year up there. But but with what was missing this time last year though was that big body of Chinook that was near shore. Mm -hmm. For some reason, they kind of bounced off. And that's I kind of think that's why we haven't booked this trip out to the point we typically have, was that it wasn't the greatest last year. Did we get our fish? Yes. Did we get a bunch of halibut? But they're yes. going out there and, and whaling on 20 Chinook. Yeah, they're doing 20s and 25s in, in a morning bite. Yeah. Go yeah, book a trip. Go up yeah, there. Come on. Come and, join us. And, um, and what, go up to Brock Heward and be like, hey, <laughs> take him a halibut eyeball. <laughs> And, see and be like, leave. here, Brock, yeah. will you eat this? <laughs> he just may. Yeah. He just may. All right, coming up next, the hottest report heard all week in the techniques you need to succeed. It's Roy Robinson RVs. Really? Where? And it's next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports App. 
No way. You gotta be kidding me. Really? Where? It's coming back from the island of Tinian Delady. Where'd you get him, man? No way. You, you gotta tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. The ocean turned hey. red. Hey, man, can you tell me where you got him? I'll never put on a nice jacket again. Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's Really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? It's time to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the entire Pacific Northwest, the all-new Roy Robinson RV Center at Smoky Point. You're going to find the complete selection of Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, travel trailers, fifth rulers, toilets, pop-ups, campers, and so much more, including the all-new interactive How Much Can I Tow? Great thing to know before you go, especially come Memorial Day weekend travel times. It's Roy Robinson RV, RoyRobinsonRV.com. So real-time check-in Real-time, real-time. From uh from Mr. Nick Pulley, Dead okay. Red Fishing out on Lake Stevens. Um, he says, Man, it, it's really good right now. Green is killing it. Troll how fast. Cool. I said, How fast? He said one point <laughs> four to one seven, twenty to forty feet. And then he asked, Are you still on the radio? Come <laughs> on, Nick. Ow. Um, that means he's not listening. That hurts. That that just cut our listener base in half right there. <laughs> no, the the fishing out there's been really solid and, and obviously this is the derby, so it's gonna be fun to see Lake what, Stevens, what wins the derby. The Lake Stevens Kokanee Derby. Yeah. Twelfth um, or thirteenth edition, at least twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, cool. there, I mean, just tons of stuff going on, uh, not only around the sound here, but the east side has just been on fire. Um, a lot of a lot of bass fishing ha- are happening right now. Lake Stevens, the smallies kind of kicked off here um, last week. They started really catching a lot of smallies out there. All the local lakes, I know even, even Kester's been out to Goodwin, kind of pounding on them a little bit. Um, but obviously, look, we got our, we got our shrimp season. Uh, we it's get really fired up 9 to that. 1 p.m. Yep. And um, the shrimping is really, really good. It's really solid here in Puget Sound. You want to make sure, listen, there's going to be a lot of folks at the boat ramp. You want to make sure you get there, get your boat launched early, get out on the water, have your bait ready, have your gear ready so you can drop at 9 a.m. And give give people some room. Remember, people are going to be dropping pots all over the place. We're going to have, there's a, a, you think about that tidal swing, make sure you're not dropping right on top of somebody else's pot. And uh, have a, we want everybody to be safe and get the, take their so limited spot prawns home. You need to have all your bait stuff right now, okay? And you need to make sure that it's going to be mixed and you keep it. That's the last thing you want to do is walk down the dock with those pellets and with the oil and think you're going to put the pellets in and dump the oil and you're going to get it all over your freaking boat. When I talked to Bubba the other day, he said, um, I said, hey, uh, are, you, are you bringing the bait? He goes, of course I'm bringing the bait. I got 48 pounds ready to go, and I'm working on another 48 pounds. So and because the bait will make or break you. So you need to have everything ready. And, and, and so you got all your pots baited at 830, and you're, you're motoring around, and you're looking for that body. You're looking for that cloud of prawns on your sonar, okay? Yeah. And that's what it is. If you're just dropping... In you know on on sandy muddy flats and there's no life there you're gonna get a couple little ones that's fine but if you want limits you got to think of slopes and so in in my shrimp seminar I got four rules right and it's first is depth because depth implies temperature the deeper it is the colder it's gonna be and so that depth and temperature relationship is absolutely crucial okay so you're looking this time of year at a minimum of 240 feet to as long as your deepest rope okay. Mm-hmm. 
Spot prawns have been documented out in the ocean and whatnot to 360 fathoms. You can't go too deep, okay, but you definitely can go too shallow, and it'll be too warm. So rule one is depth. Rule two is structure, okay? You need to download chart number one on your on your phone. Chart number one is a NOAA publication that is the shorthand of the cartographer's um, little abbreviations, right? And you want to look for sand. You, you'd want to stay away from sand, stay away from mud. You want to look for cobbles, rocks, pebbles, and boulders, mm-hmm. and slopes, okay? So, so item two is structure, okay? Then item three is see them and drop them. Mark them on your sonar, before you drop your pots, look around for them. You'll find them. Turn up your turn up your gain. And the last one is areas of reduced current. You you don't want to be putting your gear in in really tight areas of Puget Sound where there's a lot of current flow. Okay, think getting away from those areas. Okay, so we're not putting them around Deception Pass. We're not putting them to Tacoma Narrows. Right, yeah. some of those gutters, car inlet, case inlet, all that kind of stuff. Right, get get up, get away from those high current areas, and you're going to find prawns. And then your bait. I mean, in Puget Sound here, like I, I mentioned, we got 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Yeah. And you got to be out. You got to have your pots out of the water. So you need a fast fishing bait. You, you need do. something that's going to get them coming quick. Fast fishing pots. Fast fishing pots, fast fishing bait. Um, like Nelly said, soak your pellets, grind them up, soak them, get them ready to go. And then think about pancake batter. That's about where your where your bait should be. And then I be. take Bubba a bunch of our raised bait ground mackerel, which nice. which um, has a new addition to it this year. So I lucked onto a, a bunch of oh, the tuna albacore tuna, oh, about forty thousand pounds of it. Wow. So we've been we've been add. It's about a fifty fifty mix of albacore tuna and mackerel. It's going to be lights out. That the is. best shrimp bait you oh, can my get. So make sure you're ready to go. That's the key, too. You, if you get out there, it's a short window, so you want to make is. sure you get your prawns. So so what am I doing today? I'm I'm setting up new pots, and I've already hung the little lead in there, mm-hmm. okay? So each how pot— much, How much lead do you put? That's a great question. So these are octagon pots, so they got four doors, okay. four entry tunnels. Under each one of those entry tunnels is a five-pound BOMAC bar. So now that does two things for you. Number one, it squares the pot up. It's going to keep it on the bottom, but those pokey little suckers can't hide underneath. Yeah, the, when you're the trying entry. to get them out. They always end up underneath, they, underneath, underneath the opening. So you're taking up that space with weight. So each one of those pots has four five-pound bars and two two-pound bars. So I have 24 pounds of added weight in each one. Okay. So now to that, you're going to put your, your quick link, your C-link on the harness, which is going to go on the pot because you don't want to just – tie these pots on in one corner because they'll turn on their side and you'll dump prawns. You need to raise them flat and raise them fast. And pin those little buggers to the bottom. Fast as you can pull those things, Mm -hmm. right? So that's key. Then the other part is, of course, your float system, okay? And, and, And Bob Buchanan has the jumbo big yellows. And so I'm using poly line, which floats. That's the only time you're going to see me use poly is when yes. I'm when I'm rigging float systems. And this and and Bob Buchanan's concept of those staged floats is huge too. So you don't need to tie them all together. I'm, I'm going to use about a six or eight foot length of line that my floats are going to slide on. And so it's going to as fl- more flotation is needed, then that floats just kind of kind of slide up and engage another one. And that's key. Because too many, too much flotation on there will jerk the pot somewhat, and that's not what you want. You want a pot that's stable on the bottom, that has really good bait, that isn't hopping around, and that is your key to success. Good bait, good weight, good pots. So, like you said, if you have 
too much flotation and not enough line, you're and say it's a choppy day. Yeah. Now your now your flotation is bouncing up and down. Your line is is jerking up yes, and down, is. and that's going to wiggle that pot, and the, those prawns will not go in there. So if look, you should be fishing with a minimum of four hundred minimum. Feet. If you're going to have to fish out, there's some years where those prawns are three, three twenty-five, you know, or, or deeper. Um, you got, can't I, you can't fish that deep with only four hundred. I got a six on board, dude. Yeah. Do not confuse it. Yeah, I got, I got, I'm well, going to have a lot we, of line on board, baby. It, and and that's that's absolutely key. But now, okay, now then we need to talk about this too. How do you manage? How do you mitigate the potential tangle of four hundred feet of six hundred feet of line? And that is the BOMAC line coiling system to yeah. a T. It's the only that, way. Dude. It's the only way to do it and not have a complete headache at some point. You're gonna. It makes you're gonna, you so your pot's fast. gonna be two hundred feet down, and then all of a sudden, dog knot. You got a big knot in there, yeah. and now somebody's trying to hold on to the pot. Now you're drifting off your mm-hmm. mark because, as you mentioned earlier, the key to our success last year was we got over there early. We motored around. Found we dropped them. waypoints on the biggest clouds of prawns. So you want your gear to go out quickly. You want to actually be able to watch your pot drop on your sonar and boop, land right in the cloud. And if you have a big knot midway down, next thing you know, you're off your mark. For sure. And you're you're either going to have to reset, which means pulling up 200 feet of line, or you're going to drop in a spot that's maybe not going to be as successful. Or you're going to overfloat your pot, you're going to drop off contour, and you're going to lose your freaking gear. gear. All of those are bad, 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 bad deals, right? And also, keep in mind where you're placing your pot. Your boat is always moving. Mm -hmm. If your motors are not turning, your boat is moving in a direction that you're not sure of. Make sure you drop you're the pot with the wind in your face, so the boat is moving away from the pot. So you get one last look. Do I have my bait canisters in there? Is the pot closed and shut, and is it dropping flat? Okay, because yeah. you can you can rule out a lot of crap. But also with the boat moving away from your gear, it's also moving away. You're bringing your screws, you're bringing your hull, all that stuff away from it. Stuff that could potentially tangle that pot. You don't want that line going underneath your boat. No, you want never. it all going away from you. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's just that's just the little things that maybe some people don't think about. If you're a new shrimper, you know, make sure whatever direction your boat is drifting, you're putting your pot off the other side of the boat. Nobody puts salmon gear out and doesn't look at it on the way down. Yeah. Nobody. Same with shrimp. You should not put shrimp or crab gear off the boat and not watch it go down. Set yourself up for success, and that's just one way. So one, one quick rule, and it's taken from Steve Carson, Senior Tuna. If the wind's in your face, you're in the right place because your boat is going to respect that 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 flow. There's sail area on every boat. It's going to be moving away from it. It's going to be so much fun. Just, you know, it's going to be a wonderful day. I'm looking at the weather right now. I mean, we got 70s and sun most of the week and maybe one little cloud on Friday, which may not hurt because Tulalip Bay opens up on Friday. We'll probably be go checking that thing out. I do not expect a fast start, you know. There's probably going to be 100 boats, and there's probably going to be half a dozen fish caught. But, you know, later in the season, that thing can definitely heat up. I am expecting a faster start on June 1st in Marine Area 11. Man, with the with the number of resi coho that we're seeing out there. Yeah, Area 10 is going to go off I, too, baby. I yeah. don't – I mean, I don't remember seeing that many last year like that. They're everywhere, everywhere out there. And we had uh, – the when we were out with Gary, we caught – 
we jigged up two like green label size herring and and I I knew where they were. <laughs> I chased them around in the bait tank until I caught one of them and I hooked that little dude up and I was letting it down and I got like 15 feet below the boat and I felt whack whack. Yeah. And I reeled him back up and looked, and he was at that point. I was like, "Well, yeah, he just got, he just got severely a- injured." <laughs> um, it's funny because we're down, we're ling fishing, and yeah, we're seeing chinook in the middle of the water. Yeah, and we There's had a no couple yeah. shiner perch get whacked For in the sure. upper column, and that's probably those resies. They're out there and they're hungry, and and, and that's always a, when they're around, you're gonna catch them. Um, they're just flat out. They're they're little feeders, man. They're they're eating machines. So uh, the numbers of Resi cohos we're seeing out there. It's going to be a it's going to be a really solid opener, and then I'm excited to see what happens down in Area 11. I think we're going to see um, a really really solid Chinook opener down there. The, with what's going on in 13, we've seen some pictures of some legit Dude, pushing 20, 20 pounds. pounds yes. Chinook, yeah. You know? So I don't yeah, know. It's going to be good. I mean, it's going to be good, you know, and, and again, you know, we're looking at, you know, what, June 24th or something like that on a, on a Marine Area 4, okay, mm-hmm. you know, Nia Bay Coast is going to open up. You got to love this time of year, dude. There's going to be a lot to do, but yeah, the, the link cod deal is fun right now, but, but doggone it, do not disregard our halibut fishery in the straits. The ocean for halibut right now is no slam dunk. No. No, and, the and, inshore fishery has been better, even yes. in Nia Bay, and then, you know, my Uncle Ray was out last Friday, and... He released four halibut before he kept a 37-pounder. I mean, you know, and, and I got a bunch bunch of buddies who've been going out, and they're they're getting their fish. I mean, it's a it's been a really, really solid halibut season here in Puget Sound. And come June 1st, we get to fish them every day. There's every no more. Day. Every day. And over Memorial Day weekend. That's, that's every day, too, on the coast as well. So, yeah, t- tons of opportunity coming up here, and we just, you know, we can't, can't wait for it. Again, you know, consider jumping on to peregrinelodge.com. It's thirty nine ninety five, and it's going to be an amazing trip. You're going to catch your biggest king, and you're going to catch halibut at the same time. A group, great, great group of guys. Uh, Dave Wyman, Brock Heward going to join us up there. Um, yeah, don't turn your back on that. Again, this is arm. This is Armed Forces Weekend. Jump on to vortex.com. Take fifty percent off uh, Vortex products through the end of the month. If you are an active service or military member, go check that out as well. Again, one last reminder, um, it's Memorial Day is kind of the start of a whole lot of activity. It's go time. It's go time. Make sure you can take care of people that potentially could have an issue on your boat. Okay, make sure your boat's in good repair. You know, make sure get your get your gear to Les Schwab. Make sure your trailers, tires, and everything like that. But, dude, have a first aid kit on board. If you haven't had um, a first aid course in a while or CPR course, jump on YouTube and just get familiar. I mean, again, we had an issue on the boat this week. Thankfully, our friends home resting, but you know, we had a we had a pretty good drill on the board of the boat that made us really reconsider what our plan was with medical and and mechanical emergencies on board the boat, dude. It's yeah. going to change the way I. I talk to people like I, I obviously I spend a lot of time with you on the boat um, and we don't even have to talk to each other. You know, we, we just know, <laughs> we know what our job I, is. I know, we know what, what you do. want me yeah. to do before you ever say it. Right. You know, I just know what, what to do on the boat, but I fish with a lot of other people too. And, and obviously I'm, I fish with some charter captains, some guides and, you know, it's the first aid kits here. PFDs are here. But there's there's never really that conversation like, hey, okay, who's going to run the boat if 
as the captain, if I go down, who's going to run the boat? Who can get us safely back to the dock? There's just going to be yeah. more conversation it's around. Just, it's a thought process, but you need make it, make a plan. And if you're if you're lucky enough to have you know somebody a, a great guy on the boat that can run the boat, that's awesome. But you need to have that conversation. You need to have first aid gear on board the boat and know how to use it, right? You know, know how to know what an Israeli bandage is. Know, have one on board the boat. Should somebody have a bleed, get cut themselves or something like that, you need to be able to handle that. If you're a master of a vessel, everybody's safety is your responsibility. And you need to take that seriously, for yep. sure. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. You guys get out there. We want everybody to come back and take part of what's uh, going to be a great summer around here. You missed any show, jump on MyNorthwest.com, download that Apple podcast app, hit the outdoorline.com. Uh, give Joey a follow on social media at Joe Pyburn on Instagram, at the Outdoor Line on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. For Matt Nelson running the board, Joey Pyburn, I'm Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports App.